<laughs> Sorry, I'm good now. I, Are you sure? I was Both so, hands. I'm so distracted, Both hands, Mr. Jellyman. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Don't don't slap your mic. <laughs> She's okay. supposed to do that. <laughs> You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. Sixteen thousand bags of Cheetos later, you wake up. You're thirty-five. You're overweight. You're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object! You dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, blockheaded, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass. You are pukes. You're the lowest form of life on Earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubble, fucking hoity-toity, hey buddy, fucking... Hey, buddy, the curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. In your general direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberry. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested? But I'm not that interested. But I think she might be interested. But do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested. So now all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole! Welcome, everyone. It's time for another rant show. Now, I'm Alan Sanders, here again to host today's peculiarly pesky pundits of punctuated pomposity against a veritable cornucopia of vainglorious virtue-signaling vestiges of wokeness that aggravates, annoys, bristles, pesters, and otherwise vexes our ordinarily calm demeanors and better natures. Now, joining me on today's episode are two other members of the 60MW podcast crew. So first, let's welcome a man more befitting the decor here in the bowels of the 60MW podcast lair, a man who cannot help but express his undying love, not for yours truly, your host, but for his favoritest co-host of all time, who will be coming to the mic in just a moment. He loves to reflect in the spotlight, engage in entertainment, spell out positivity, and teach you the ABCs of gaming. It's none other than Chris, rather be with Adam, Jellyman. Welcome, Chris. Hello. Oh, wow. somebody's not a bit touchy about that. You know, wow. <laughs> You know, you're my favourite when Adam's not here. Or I should can I say that? Or no? Well Oh, he's heard it now. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, it didn't bother me as much until I went back and listened to our last episode and I realized I've listened to probably six new episodes of either the uh the Spotlight Reflection movie show or the Spotlight Reflection TV show, and every single episode is my favorite host. I love this man. He is the man I want to have my children with. 
And so I, I started getting a complex about it. And that's okay. And I think, and I realized we haven't recorded a new Metallica show in I can't remember when. And now it's obvious. You have, a, you have an important new love in your life and you want to foster that relationship. And I'm a second and I, and I have to just wait my turn. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably getting it in the neck. Um, so I've already had one argument with my wife tonight. I don't need another one. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thanks. Can we move on now? <laughs> yes. Let us introduce our second guest who is joining us on this triumvirate of fun. And as already hinted to, joined at the navel by a mucus-dripping umbilicus to our already introduced guest, pungent with the smells of love juice, a healthy amount of lubricant, and a waft of below-the-belt ebullience, a man who can string together a litany of perverse and seemingly unrelated analogies in such rapid-fire rounds of ringing repartee, it leaves the rebuked writhing in their own ragu of rueful wretchedness. He also revels in the spotlight of reflection, along with a rousing round of gaming. It's Adam. Don't forget to thrust in Perry. Welcome, Adam. <laughs> wow, that was a, that was amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I'd describe me and Chris's new love. I think we're more because you know we've we've been doing this a while. I think we're more like an old couple who have just we've just found out that sixteen-inch double-ended dildos exist. <laughs> <laughs> now, was that because of the Cardi B performance the other day? I don't even know what that is. What's that? <laughs> In the Grammys, Cardi B is singing her song WAP, and they had this giant bed, and they simulated as if they had a giant double-ended dildo between them. Seriously? <laughs> On television. What? Yes. Um, so uh, I know what this is, but Adam, do you know what WAP stands for? Oh, uh, you don't have that song playing round the clock for the youth in your country? Oh God, I ignore the youth in the country. I'm not allowed to shoot them, so I just ignore them. Um, whap, <laughs> whappity whappity whap. Wet, wet ass pussy. Mm-hmm. Is it? Ding ding! You win a prize. Wee. I'm so down with the yes, kids. Yes, that unreal. is a hit song, and according to the Grammys, the number one song of the year. So that's actually going to be a great launching point for one of my rants coming up in just a few minutes there, there there's a role model that is crazy <laughs> I, I i didn't know that i mean i don't give a shit about the grammys anyway i knew that they were happening um but i i haven't watched the grammys well ever i don't think um <laughs> but uh, yeah are the grammys a big thing do, do you know people- i used to watch all the award shows i loved the oscars because it gave me a chance because i love movies i love learning about the movies i love seeing the actors the behind the scenes the directors I loved all the categories of effects and sound, but in in all honesty, in the last 10 years, I haven't watched any of them because I got sick and tired of them patting themselves on the back instead of actually recognizing talent. Mm. You know what? It's the whole, we. you know how we grew up with a generation that decided we're going to give everybody a trophy, everybody a prize, everyone's a winner? <laughs> well, now we're seeing the fruits of that stupidity on television when they have these award ceremonies because now everyone needs to be recognized everyone needs to be rewarded everyone should be a winner and when it's not there must be some nefarious foul deeds afoot to keep people down yeah yeah it, it reminds me of um what was it last year god that seems like a fucking million miles away now doesn't it um but uh at the golden globes when ricky gervais hosted it and uh you know he Dude, just... that was just <laughs> over a year ago from when wow. i was recording this that's crazy, you know, and he, he just tore everybody a new one. I mean, like, really sort of like nasty stuff, but it was hilarious. It was incredible. <laughs> I was like, 
I didn't know a lot of Ricky Gervais like you guys do, because obviously, unless you watch shows overseas and on the BBC channel or something over here, he's a much more known figure. I mean, he's much more known now. And certainly that was a very notorious thing for him to do. I fell in love with a guy who was able to get away with what he did and actually said multiple times, I don't care. I, I don't care. I won't be back. I don't care. You guys invited me. That's your fault. Yes. And he's, he's done I loved before, it. hasn't he? You know, he's been on the, the Golden Globes before. And like the thing is, like, as much as people or the, you know, the, the celebrities were going, oh, my God, what's he going to say? He's going to say something controversial. Or we won't have him back. They have him back all the time because he gets people to watch. That's Not the thing, this last it? time. <laughs> no. Not since the last one. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of gags about Jeffrey Epstein and things like that, wasn't there? And um, Oh, he go- was talking about all you guys out there. If Al- He said if Al-Qaeda had a streaming network, you'd be lining up your agents to figure out how you could get a show on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he said, you know, uh, come up, receive your award. We don't want to hear about your God, what you're, you're into, all that kind of stuff. You know, just fuck off. <laughs> it, it was brilliant. It yeah. was how... And you could tell when the camera panned to the audience, those privileged asshats had never been talked to that way in their lives and gotten away with it. And they were being they were being literally wrung out or um, um, dressed down on network television around the world. And it was glorious. You could see through all, you could see all their their, uh, their camera smiles, but you could see all the little cracks in the veneer <laughs> appearing as they as they really struggled to deal with what was happening. It was beautiful absolutely beautiful what's the line in in macbeth there are daggers in men's smiles there were a lot of daggers coming at uh, our 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 host that night (laughs) my goodness you know had that been for real if you could literally send daggers from your eyes ricky gervais would no longer be with us (laughs) (laughs) so well adam i appreciate you joining us we kind of jumped right into some content conversation but i actually the last time we got together i said to myself we really get along very well with the three of us. I feel like it's a good dynamic. And hey, the rant show was something that was a little bit newer added in the recent years. Um, and I was asked for some strange reason to lead it. But the idea was initially, well, maybe we'll get folks from other podcasts and other. And it just became really difficult to schedule. So we decided maybe maybe reining it into in-house talent. You know, keep the talent close at home. And I'm so happy you guys are both here today. Well, it's our pleasure, but yeah. I, I I hate the word, you know, you, you sort of like throw in the word talent around very loosely, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck me, you are scraping the bottom of the barrel, let's be honest. So, Well, I mean, let's face it. When we use the word talent, we mean just whoever happens to be in the front of the microphone at the moment. Yeah, whoever's yeah. free. That's that's fine. I can live with that. Everybody else is cleaning crew or doing something more important. You guys, we're making you talk. So yeah, I think you just wore us down in the end. I think it was just. Will you please come on the show? It's like, oh, for fuck's sake! I did. I do. I I I hope those WhatsApp messages have been burned because I do sound fairly fairly pathetic, begging and I think through sobs and in a curled fetal position. Would you please come on the show? And uh, I'm rather embarrassed that I actually uh, enticed you that way. Yeah, I think it was the thing that, that, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when you threatened to send some dick pics if we didn't do it. I just thought, I can't live with that, you know, so, yeah. Well, the sad part is I had to first ask you, does your phone have a magnify feature? Because I wanted at least for you to get the dick pic, but otherwise you might go, I think, is there a, did you have a, did you crack your lens? Is there a spec there? What's going on? 
Oh, I'm oh, I I learned a long time ago I'm not going to be seen in any movie with full frontal nudity because it it'd be more of a comedy at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, it's an anatomically correct Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> He looks good from the waist up, but nothing from the waist down. What's going on here? What would it take you two to do full frontal in a film? Right now, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Just the opportunity. The opportunity to say I did it. When I was younger, hell no. Um, Honestly, I have so gotten over that. I I don't even care anymore. I've, I've had two daughters of my own. I, through a second marriage, have two additional daughters. I've got four fantastic kids. I don't care. I don't care if you if, if I'm not impressive to you, I don't care. What about you, Adam? What would you what would it take you? Um I think the plot would have to call for it. There'd have to be a deep story. Like, that'd be a meaningful reason for me to be tadged out, I think. Mm. Or What's no the... reason at all. Just completely well, random. Yeah. What's the guy uh oh god, the actor who was in Assassin's Creed movie, um, He's a British actor. He's in the X Men movies. He Mike, plays the Michael young... Fassbender. Yeah, yes. Fassbender. He loves getting his cock out, doesn't he? He loves it. Does he? it on screen? He's always getting it out, isn't he? Is he? Oh, I've well, not. Thankfully, I guess I should say I've never seen it. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he's got a big one. So um, really, I'd so... have to do the whole. Um, prosthetic thing i'd have to say okay look if you want any credibility for your film and you don't want to lose your audience with gales of laughter and you don't want to be mocked incessantly for casting somebody who could could fill in for a pygmy uh you need to get your special effects department on me right now it's like mark Wahlberg at the end of exactly nights yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna need to have like some serious amounts of polish sausage you know attached <laughs> in a creative way um you know, the, the the joke is, and okay, now we're completely not even on the ramp, but um, I got a buddy of mine who, who says the same thing. He goes, there are two kind of male members out there. There are growers and showers. Now, the showers, they just always just kind of lay there full, full length, but they just kind of lay there until they get excited and they just stand up. They don't get any bigger. They just stand up. The other ones sort of retract and they make everybody feel really weird because you're like, Do you, is it there? Is it? And then all of a sudden, as a, it, it comes out from hiding and... You know, it's not impressive until you actually do something with it. And that's sad because, you you know, if you're a shower, you don't even have to worry. Like, hey, look at me. But if you're a grower, you need somebody to, like, kind of touch it and, you know, play with it. Yeah, yeah. If, you're a show, if you're a shower, it's just a bit like a giraffe waking up and getting up in the morning. Exactly. But if, but if, you're, yeah. if you're a, if you're a show, uh, uh, grower, then that's like someone launching a missile. It's, it's like a turtle head. Yeah, you know, well. it'll re- it'll retract into its shell, leaving just maybe the little top nub out there to do whatever it's got to do. <laughs> but when it sees something really interesting, you'd be like, "Oh my god, look how far out that head comes!" Well, it's funny you say that because turtle turtle head has a different connotation in in, in uh, England, doesn't it, Adam? Yes, it does. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's when. So well, is that when was that when you're um you're 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 like worried you're not going to find a rest stop in time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yeah, we, we, we use that same expression for that too as well. Like, I'm turtle heading or I'm touching cotton. I'm prairie yes, dogging. Yeah. Touching cloth. You know, the prairie dog, how it head comes up. Like, oh, no, I'm not going to come out of the hole just yet. Well, uh, no, not just yet. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a rant show, isn't it? <laughs> it's supposed to be. I have no idea what this just became. It's awesome, though. It's, it's just a shoot the shit kind of, uh, you know, onto movies, awards, um, cops, well, we've sort of been shitting. ranting about some things, like 
you know, the fact that I've just, I've come to terms with my, with my, that I'm a grower, not a shower. And I'm just going to have to accept the fact that if I'm ever on screen, it better be warm in the room because if it's even a mildly chilly day, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's nothing impressive about me whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, oh, Alan, don't be so harsh. <laughs> I feel quite sorry for you now. Um, I, I'm definitely a grower as well. And, uh, the, you know, it's for me, it's quite impressive. I guess the only time it's impressive is, you know, when you wake up and you kind of, you need a pee and it's like, ooh, why can't it stay like this all the time? But <laughs> No, I get the exact, I get one step beyond that. I wish I had woken up just beforehand. I get to the point where now I got to talk him down off the ledge. Otherwise I'm putting my own eye out. <laughs> I'm like, I really have to pee. I'm late. I've got to take the dogs out. And you want to come out and looking looking for flapjacks and say, what's going on? I'm like, no, down, down, boy. There's no action going on right now. You need to get, you know, loosen up. I've got to be able to at least point you down somewhere toward the bowl. Yes, that is that is one of the things that women, I mean, women moan, don't they? They go, oh, you know, it's all right for blokes. They can pee while they're standing up and whatever. But OK, try peeing when something is you are you are standing up. You can't sit down because it just won't fit. And also, you know, you're trying to pee. But the only way that you can do it is by standing about four feet away from the toilet and kind of. <laughs> There's a lot of mathematics involved, isn't there, in trying to get that, you know, the arch correct, the angle. The physics. Way too many physics equations going on in my head. Yeah. Yeah. First thing in the morning as well, it's the man's curse. It is. And these women, these bloody women, they go, it's all right for men. They can pee while they're standing up. Well, yes, most of the time, but not, you know, it's difficult, you know, which, anyway, I'm ranting about women. No, (laughs) I will tell you, there have been many a time... I'm sure you're from, well, Dave, our, our grand poobah at 60MW headquarters, Dave Robinson, is very uh, much a fan of American football. But there is the, the idea of like in the linebackers or in the, with the folks up front, they'll get into a three-point stance where they're sort of like crouched down in their hand on the ground. I have had to do that on the toilet bowl where I'm leaning over for balance, <laughs> trying to at least angle myself into the bowl. Cause I have to pee so bad. And Mr. Happy is still out and about saying, I still think that there might be some action happening. I should probably stay right where I am. Like, no, no action go down. And I've literally forced myself to inside the bowl through some kind of calisthenic, some kind of trickery and circus performance, making myself go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. Mm. See, so any women listeners, if there are any, um, it's not easy being a man. No. <laughs> I'm sure you've got... <laughs> Regardless I'm sure of in our think. Me Too movement, that's what they want to hear. <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm sure you've got tons of sympathy for us, haven't you? You know, but you're welcome anyway. You know, we struggle yeah, on. We've got, we've got bollocks and that's a bad thing. Well, no, it's not a bad <laughs> thing, but... Mm. <laughs> Two of the largest pain receptors in your body just in a free-flowing bag just to clack around. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness gracious, yes. And, and, and always in the most inconvenient spot when a, uh, a young child, especially when you have daughters, wants to jump up on you and they don't know any better. I can't tell you the number of times my daughters have accidentally kneed me or, or stepped on my nads and I'm trying not to cry in front of them because they can't figure out why they hurt daddy. <laughs> Yes. So we have a program um, which I would imagine the equivalent in America is Candid Camera or something like that. It's based, you know, kind of it's called You've Been Framed and it's people sending their accidental home uh, movies where they've nearly decapitated themselves or 
or broke <laughs> broken limbs by falling backwards off a trampoline or something like that. And so we watch them, and some of them are horrific. You know, you you sort of, there are videos out there that you know just would be banned um, if they show. But they, they they seem to get on mainstream TV, you know, and people laugh at them. You know, where people are getting you know hitting the bollocks like full on. <laughs> you know, somebody's going on a ramp, you know, on a bike or whatever, and so or a skateboard. Lo- yeah. yeah, skateboard, somehow lose control and they end up hitting themselves in the bollocks. And I'm sort of going, you know, I'm watching this going, oh my God, you know, and, and the kids are watching it and laughing. I'm thinking, you just don't understand the pain. And I, no. I sort of let out like this cry of, oh God, right in the knackers or something like that. <laughs> and they go, they turn around, you know, my eight year old goes, daddy, what are knackers? And then I have to <laughs> <like>, explain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your mom. Oh. She's Not a conversation them. I was ready for quite this soon. Yeah, ask your mom. She cut them off when we got married. <laughs> ask your mom. She keeps them upstairs in a lockbox. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I'm not allowed to take them out anymore. Yes. I can remember. I have vague memories of what they were, but, you know, <laughs> I don't need them anymore, apparently. <laughs> the shriveled up peas. <laughs> yes. Yep. You know, well, like the shrunken well, heads that you, you see in... Um, some movies and things like that, and you know, uh, and they're just like that. They're just shriveled up. They're like a trophy on the wall now. <laughs> so, anyway, no, I think my wife actually keeps them as a necklace around her neck. It shows all of her girlfriends. Look at the power I have. Look, I've, he's got nothing. I've got these. See, I've, I'm in charge in my house. <laughs> my mom actually sent me a text the other day. Okay, I'm 50 years old. I get a text. Are you guys going to come over for Easter dinner? I said, why in the world at this point do you still ask me these questions? You know I don't, I'm not allowed to make decisions in my own house of that magnitude. <laughs> Going out somewhere, timing our, our social calendar and events, that is clearly not my responsibility. Every time I've ever tried to take control of the calendar, it ends up being... You know, I get yelled at. I get told that this is wrong. Don't you remember we have something else? I said, please contact my better half, who is my my events coordinator, planner, and scheduler. Mm -hmm. Yep. They do have their uses, don't they? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it because I get to put off talking to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. Well, let's get into my first topic. I do have a rant I wanted to start with, and it does circle around to Cardi B and the performance at the Grammys. It does circle around to the song that, for some reason, is considered the number one Grammy Award winning. Like, this is supposed to represent the pinnacle of what is songwriting, talent, singing, musicianship. We have WAP. And I'm okay if that's what you want to listen to. I'm okay if that's your thing, if that turns you on. If you feel compelled to listen to that song as loud as you can, as often as you want, I'm going to let you have that right. You have the freedom to put whatever in your ears you want. And I'm okay with that because I grew up believing I don't have to listen to it. I don't have to buy it. I don't have to subscribe to the channel for it. I don't have to own it. I can change the channel if it comes on. And I believe that that's okay because I believe in freedom. And I believe that you have the freedom to pick the music you like and I can pick the music I like. But I have a huge problem where... We're going to nationally on television recognize WAP, Wet Ass Pussy, as the number one Grammy Award winning song. We're going to watch two women on a giant, uh, like 15 foot wide bed set piece, pretend that they've got some uh, double headed 36 inch dildo attached to the two of them as they sing the song. We're going to allow that. But you're going to tell me Pepe Le Pew is responsible for rape culture. 
You're going to tell me that Peter Pan is a deeply racist cartoon because the Lost Boys, who are kids on an island in a cartoon make-believe story, dress up as Indians when they want to play dress-up and make-believe, and it's the mocking of the Native American culture because more cultures existed in the Indian, Indian tribes than just reflected in that movie. And that Dumbo needs to be put away, this classic cartoon that was my, my, my mom and dad's cartoon to go see as kids because we have black crows in it. And it might call to mind the era of blackface musicianship back in the early 19th or late 19th, early 20th century. And finally, you're also going to ban the Aristocats, a cartoon, Disney cartoon set in the New Orleans jazz era where we have a Siamese cat playing piano with chopsticks. And this is a deeply racist thing that is teaching nothing but hatred. So we need to allow WAP and the performance we saw on live network television, not cable, not pay-per-view, but live public television. But we're going to ban the cartoons of our childhood and of our parents' childhood because of their deeply inherent racist, sexist, bigoted messages. I have a hard time with that right now as an individual because if you don't like those cartoons, don't buy them. Don't watch them. Don't introduce them to your children. But don't take them away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a bit stunned yeah. at the same time. Also, you've got to add to that. The, is it The Muppets as well? Was there something about yes! The Muppets recently? A disclaimer of The Muppets, the classic Muppet show of the 70s that I grew up with. You guys may have seen as well growing up The Muppet Show. The Muppet Show. Puppets. Fake creations meant to entertain children. And now they represent deeply, deeply seated racist views of people like the Orientals and the Swedish and others. And and we shouldn't we should not laugh at some of the misguided attempts in that era of making fun of people for who they are and what they look like. Yeah. The reason I'm a bit stunned and shocked as well, and I'm saying like an extremely old uh man i guess is that i'm i'm reading the lyrics to wap and i i've not heard that song i've just I, you know i'm probably oh, treat yourself you... to that show your daughters that song it's it's a great hashtag me too in, in song well can you, you know can that's you regale exactly... me with some of the lyrics chris i've never seen it heard it or nothing yeah i was just um see this is the thing see this is how it'll get twisted and turned around because you know me uh, I guess uh, a white male. Um, I won't be able to understand the that the, this is actually empowering for women because they are using their their sex to get what they want. Um, I guess, but, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'll I'll read you out a little bit. It's not all of it because mm. there's some offensive language. It's a long in there. song. <laughs> it's it's very long. I was thinking, fucking hell. Anyway, um, this just the start of it. Um, also, make it sexy if you can as well. <laughs> Okay, extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do it. What's a kegel? Kegel? Oh, it's a kind of a, uh, it's an exercise that women do to help strengthen the muscles inside their vagina. Okay, I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage or garage. 
Make it cream. Make me scream. Out in public. Make a scene. I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you how I got this ring. <laughs> okay. Um, Fucking hell. It's not what I'll be putting on for my kids, I don't think, um, uh, at any point in the future. It doesn't make any... Uh, right. Okay. So the world... <laughs> So the world where you can't call an onion an onion because it might offend an onion uh, or whatever, but we can, we can, we can dress up basically explicit sexualization uh, promoted to children, but we just call it empowering because, and it will be the line, I don't cook and clean. So you see, I'm not a stereotype. So I'm not a stereotype as in I cook and clean fulfill the stereotypical housewife role. What I am is a independent fuck machine. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I, and look, let me be clear. I said it at the beginning in case anyone has lost track of my argument. I don't care if this is the song of the year. I don't care if no. this is the song people want to buy. If you want to stream it, listen to it, you will never find a tweet of mine, a social media post, anything of mine that I say. This should be banned. This should be removed. This should have a disclaimer or a warning. I believe you should make up your own mind about what you like and what you don't like. What I have an issue with is that's a template of okay right now, but the Muppet Show needs a disclaimer that the Aristocats is a deeply racist cartoon because of a cat playing the piano with chopsticks. Like, I have a huge issue with you telling me that Pepe Le Pew has instructed an entire generation of men to become rapists, but WAP is as cultural art. I used to watch Pepe Le Pew when I was a kid. No, it wasn't my favorite uh, cartoon to watch. Do you know what I mean? You'd look at things like Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner. They'd be up there. But if Pepe Le Pew happened to come on, I wouldn't turn it off. So I've watched it. And, you know, he would go after the because uh, he it was the cat, he's a, he's wasn't a cat. It, he got some white paint down his back yeah so mm. that would be the thing well, he's, he's a skunk isn't he yeah yeah and the thing is uh, he's well he's french isn't he so you know he's supposed to be romantic that's the stereotype and all this that and the other but basically he fucking stinks that right. does yeah you know it's <laughs> that's it she doesn't want anything to do with him because he smells Right. Yeah. He never gets what he wants. He always just, yeah, he always loses. That's the point. Right. He's that goofball in the bar who thinks he's sexy and hot and swarthy and gets shot down all night long and we laugh at him. That is the that is who we're watching. Yeah. We're watching someone who thinks he's all that and more, but he's not. That as a kid, when I was a child, what I always thought was funny about Pepe Le Pew, besides his overabundant uh, sense of confidence, was he was a smelly skunk falling for a cat who had accidentally crawled underneath a ladder that had just been recently <laughs> painted white, and he has thought it's a skunk too. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think about it as rape. I didn't think about it as unwanted advances. I, didn't ne- I never as a child thought that that's the appropriate way for a relationship. I was seeing a buffoon who was constantly making a fool of himself because he thought that was the right way to be. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was the name of that um, Mexican m- mouse? Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah. Speedy. Well, next they'll be saying, well, that's offensive to Mexican oh, people. Oh, that is already. That already is. is. Yes. Oh and, his, and his cousin, because his cousin was named Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that is definitely racist. You cannot have a mouse cartoon named Slowpoke Rodriguez who always wants to take a siesta. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, it is it is just, it's so far to, to you know, almost like it's it's not real. It's so far from- It feels from- like a joke. Like I'm waiting for somebody to pop out from one of those shows like Candid Camera and go, okay, gotcha. <laughs> you thought we meant it. Yeah. But it is. It's it's like people actually actively going out looking to be offended and looking for hidden meanings that don't exist, you know, and looking for things that aren't there. It must be so exhausting. Look, and then, like you said, allowing or, you know, kind of celebrating, I guess, that stuff like this WAP shit, which mm-hmm. just isn't for me. And I get that. I, thought, I'm, I'm, I think I'm with you. I don't want to see it banned. I don't give a fuck about it. You know, I wouldn't let my kids listen to it, you know, um, that's for certain. But it's just, if if that's what it is, it, it, that's what it is. Yeah. Like I said, I choose not to w- watch it or yeah. listen to it. I don't, so I don't want it banned because I, I have a thing about censorship as well. You know what I mean? So I right. don't care about this song. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not, whatever. But it, it, it just puzzles me how both, both, Things can exist in the same world that people are trying to create. You know the whole censorship thing. How we can allow? It's just it's the choice of what we will allow and what we won't allow, and I suppose the extremes of each each of those things. But it doesn't matter. Just if you don't like it, just oh. It, mm. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like you're an adult. Make your own adult decisions. Yeah. Stop making decisions for me. Let me make my decision. I don't need you to think for me, and I don't need you to virtue signal how woke you are that, well, the reason you think it's okay is because you just aren't quite as advanced or involved in your thinking as we are. That's why we're here to help protect you from yourself. No, I don't hmm. need that. And, uh, you know, it go- it goes into films as well, and I think I'm adult enough to be able to make my own decisions about this. There's a film called A Serbian Film. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. or. Uh, it's it's a film I will I can categorically say now I will never watch because I've heard of the content that's within it you know and it's just not something that I choose to watch I don't want to see it banned I don't want I mean it, it's just it's it's not something I will ever watch but that's the decision I've made I, I do I want to um, prevent other people from watching it if that's something that they choose to do no <laughs> go, feel free enjoy right. knock yourself out. Um, but it does seem to be like, particularly with these things, like I pre- look, I get and I appreciate that times change and things that were acceptable or more acceptable, you know, years ago um, have perhaps frowned upon now. But I still think that it has a place w- in history. And it, it, it you know, it, it, it's it's like that same thing as we've said it before, isn't it? You know, if you just d- decide to get rid of stuff. And, you know, try and erase it from history altogether. Then how are people going to learn about it? Exactly. Uh, what would ma- you rather be? That's stood the way still. I look at it. What's better, standing still or growing and learning? Yeah. Well, here's my other thing. How many young children are going around now watching Pepe Le Pew cartoons? <laughs> I, d- Not well, many. Well, that's the other things. <laughs> You know what? I was thinking about this the other day, and, and as great as it is to be a kid now, because in terms of the technology that's available to them, you know, the video games and, you know, all the other things like that, I was thinking, it was fucking awesome when I was a kid, you know? And and if I was a kid now, 
it'd be a bit shit. But maybe that's only because I'm looking at it as an adult size, you know. But I just thought, when I was a kid, and I think you spoke about this, it was either on your radio show or it was on one of your podcasts that you did. I went out all day and my mom and dad never saw me. That was it. You know, I went out, I was, I was climbing trees. I was playing football. I was running through fields. I was playing with my friends. We were climbing in, you know, back where we used to live, we had a, a um, every November or October, end of October, they'd ha- they'd, the council or whatever would dump a big pile of wood and you'd have a bonfire, you know, for, for bonfire night. We'd play in that, you know yeah. what I mean? We'd, 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 we'd climb in it. We'd make bases. We'd, we'd um, climb to the top of this. And it was as big as a, like, you know, the village hall that was sort of just a, you know, uh, a little bit further away from it, but, you know, it, and we'd, we'd get the, the long bits of plywood and we'd make ramps and, and slide down, you know, this bonfire and all sorts of shit. We did all sorts. We climbed trees as big as the house that we live in, you know, and my mom or dad had no clue what I got up to. Um, we weren't bad kids. We didn't go around smashing people's windows or, you know, we just went off and we, we rode our bikes. We had adventures, you know, my kids yeah. don't do any of that. It's exactly the same. My kids yeah. don't do... Like, and and it's, it's uh, you know, and I don't know if it's because of the media, because, you know, people are more paranoid about um, things like, you know, uh, child abduction or sexual predators or paedophiles, all that kind of stuff. Fucking hell, this took a dark turn. But, you know, it's like... <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know if there's... Because there's more news of that. But the th- history has, t- has shown us and told us, particularly with fucking... El- children's tv presenters that that stuff was really prevalent back in the 70s and 80s and it happened you know it's been happening since the vatican yeah so it's like well but my kids at their age that they're at now i mean sophie's four so you know i wouldn't let her go off and do her own thing but even lucy's eight so maybe not but you know what i mean but I I did. Maybe that's because of where I lived. I lived in a small village. You know, people knew who they were. Everyone was, I guess, to a certain degree. Um, But we just were left to our own devices and we just did our own thing. We learnt very quickly at an early age where our boundaries were, what we can and couldn't do. And, you know, but we used to play in building sites, you know, when they were building new houses in the village. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'd we'd have things like... um, potato guns you know which you know you'd get a potato gun and you'd fire them at each other and yes. uh, you know you'd have we'd, we'd have stone fights we'd like <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'd pick up fucking little pebbles and rocks and throw them at each other yeah. you know i remember once because i watched rambo when i was a kid long before i should have watched it you know i had a red bandana that I used to wear around my head when i ran around the village <laughs> and one of them luckily i guess it it cushioned the blow slightly but one of these stones hit me right in the forehead you know and it was it, you know I'd, I'd fall out of trees i'd do all sorts the thought of my kids doing half of that stuff it it, it does it scare me a little bit because i just think they're not going to experience half of this stuff I don't even know where I was going with this fucking yeah, No, I will tell you this. When I when we saw the movie Tron as kids, we went into this big field, all my friends and I, we had our Frisbees, and we were trying to pelt each other with our Frisbees like we were in the movie Tron. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we got out and explored, and you know what? We used our imaginations and our minds, and we filled in the, the holes in our stories with whatever. And I think too many kids are looking at iPads and being told they're special just because they exist instead of saying you've got to actually go out and do something worthwhile. Yeah. I guess you did stuff like that as well, didn't you, Adam? 
pretty much exactly the same as you. It, similar sort of thing. But I think we, we've got a, a generation of parents now who, as they grew up, have been told how terrible and scary the world is. And you're just not allowed to explore and find out things yourself. Everyone's got to be told exactly what's right or what's wrong. You don't find it out yourself. You're told media tells you that everything. Like all the child abduction and all the paedophilia and that. <clears throat> I mean, Britain especially is way safer than it's ever been. All right, most of that's due to the fact there's CCTV cameras everywhere all the time now. But we we you know, we were never tracked as kids at all with phones. We'd no, no such thing as a mobile phone. You'd get up, you'd go out at nine in the morning. You'd have to go back for tea because your mum told you to. You'd bugger off out again after tea. As long as you're back roundabout when it's dark, happy day. But they haven't got a clue what you were doing or where you're at. It was just trusted that nothing bad would happen to you. But there seems to be a generation now where... Yeah, we've just been told that, you know, ooh, behind every bush there's a there's an old man who wants to kidnap your children and touch them. Or you can't go there because that's dangerous. You can't do that because you might get hurt. You, you can't eat that because you might get poisoned or someone might sue you or you might sue someone. It's ridiculous. It's just, yeah. just destroyed everything. Everything, almost. If, if, I, if I was a kid now, we did the things that we did then... I mean, in in um, the US, I, I don't know if they have any kind of uh, civil laws, you know, against young people causing nuisance or what. And don't get me wrong, there are what I would class as young people, not all, certainly not all, but there are some that are of a certain age, you know, and they do go that, if you like, kind of, uh, they go too far in terms of, they're not just kids being kids. They are, you know, deliberately targeting people, smashing things oh, yeah. up, causing There's problems, whatever. There's a difference whatever. between being a juvenile delinquent and being just a rambunctious kid. Yep. Yeah. So and the point I'm making is that, you know, if if I was a kid sort of like now and I did the things that I did back then, I would be classed as somebody who's causing loads of trouble around where I live. And I would probably, my parents would probably get warning letters off the council, off the police, and uh, I would probably be in court, you know, and people would be applying for an injunction against me. Because stuff, I mean, like, you know, we climb on garages and stuff, you know, and just to get, because it was easier to climb over a garage to get to the field, you know. We weren't doing it right. to cause harm. We weren't doing it because we right. wanted to, you know, uh, piss anybody off. It was just more convenient for us um you know we thought we were fucking goonies for christ's sake you know we go over the fields <laughs> yes we, exactly we, like you the know kids in et the kids in goonies like that those were the kids who we were growing up yeah you know we go out we'd we'd play airwolf you know i was um string fellow hawk and everyone I was flying around says in- that i was <laughs> yeah. i was string fellow hawk i was han solo yeah someone's got to be princess here. <laughs> No, no, I was. I was I was uh, Stringfellow Hawk in Airwolf. My friend was Clint Eastwood in Firefox. Um and then the other guy was Roy Schneider from um from Blue Thunder. You know, we all we were we, that, that was our imaginations. You know, we all had our things. Some were more cool than others. Obviously I was Stringfellow Hawk. But you know, it was just <laughs> that that was you know, that was the kind of thing that we do now. I mean now I mean, I, and I, I try not to be a dick, you know, with the kids, you know, but I do feel like I do sort of say no more than I say yes, you know, and it's it's just, I, I just feel like they are missing out on stuff that I would have done, you know, when I was a kid. And I think that's really sad. You know, no, and look, I don't even I, know what started us off on this conversation. No, it's okay. I, I, I'm going to pull us back around because I get it. There are differences because... 
I grew up, the computer was just coming into the home, the Atari 2600, the Amiga, all these things. I get my kids have a lot more technology at their disposal, but my wife and I made the conscious decision that said we're going to limit, especially in the summer or especially when the weather was nice, access to that technology, especially if the sun is up. And I remember we, we, we cause, and maybe it's because we lived a little further out where we had a little more country where folks, you know, kids could go wander trails and hills and woods. We would encourage our girls, well, why don't you just, there's a, there's a, there's a trail in the woods. Why don't you just go walk and explore on your own? Just you be back in two hours, you know, set your watch, be back in two hours. We're going to let you go explore all by yourself. They thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And I think, I mean, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back or anything. My girls decided when they were in college, they wanted to go overseas for a semester. And we as parents, because we let them explore and trusted them and they continuously came back alive, became accustomed to the idea. They were learning how to figure things out for themselves. And when my daughter, who went, uh, my oldest, who was in the UK, actually, for an entire semester at Oxford, wanted to go for a week before she had to come back home to go visit Lake Loch Ness because she thought that would be the coolest thing to say. I saw the, you know, Lake Loch Ness. She went, she screwed up her itinerary, screwed up her flight, screwed up her bus. She didn't have her bag. And, and I'm over here. I can't go help her. I can only get a phone call every now and then. She figured it out. She came back home. You know, we as parents have to let, let our children explore and do things. And we have to make that conscious effort. That doesn't necessarily mean you do it in an unsafe way. Yes, they had cell phones. Yes, we put tracking apps so that way when they were driving, we would know where they were and how fast they were going. That's kind of cool, but we never stop them. In fact, we actually encourage them to go explore because I think that's an important thing as a kid growing up. Hmm. Yeah. Why, how did we get onto this subject? I'm, I'm loving it because it's, it's nostalgic <laughs> and everything. But I can't remember what the... I know we were talking about fucking The Cardi difference B. in us growing up and, and, and the kids today. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and like Pepe Le Pew. Like I asked how many kids are watching Pepe Le Pew yeah. today. Probably none. And yet there's an, there's an entire movement who has set their sights to cancel that piece of the culture I grew up with. Yes. And that's it. Like you said... I mean, my kids watch uh, a lot of Netflix and, you know, the, the things that they're watching at the minute, I mean, the youngest watches what the oldest watches, but that's pretty much the way it goes. So it's mm -hmm. things like Teen Titans uh, Go, you know, that's kind of what, and, and I must admit, I, that show, I, you guys have probably never watched it, but it is actually pretty good. And it, the people- No, I, I, I know of it. Yes. Yeah. The people who make it- clearly are the same age that I'm at, you know, or of, of that age, because they throw in so many different references to 80s TV, 80s movies, video games from that era. You know, uh, there's a character called Beast Boy who can change into anything. And so one of the little segments that they got was where he turned into the fucking Frogger game. You know, that was amazing. <laughs> you know, so it's just... <laughs> But so the people that, you know, that my kids wouldn't have a clue about any of that, but they came, they called me one uh, day and said, dad, watch this, watch this, it's, you know, you'll like it. And it was, it was awesome. It's all video game related specifically for those characters in that game. So for that cartoon, but so that's great, you know, and out of all the stuff that they watch, I don't think that there's, you know, there's some good, some decent stuff, you know, I mm -hmm. guess, but like you said, I don't kind of my they don't watch that shit. I've tried to introduce them to the Pink Panther, you know, I used to watch when I was a kid because I liked that, you know, when I was growing mm -hmm. up. And um, 
it, they, they're not interested. You know, I've tried to introduce them to cartoons I used to watch when I was a kid, like Thundercats or, or stuff, you know. They're not interested. No, they, and that's what I don't get. Why are you canceling cartoons worrying about another generation of kids being, quote, I don't even understand this, okay, in general. Why do you, why does any grown adult think that a child thinks like an adult? Have you not paid attention? Children are freaking stupid. They don't think like adults. Mm -hmm. And yet adults will say, well, they're obviously seeing the deep-seated racist imagery here that's going to forever scar. No, they don't think that way. Stop acting like a a five, six, seven-year-old. It has the brain of a PhD professor. Yeah. Yeah. The the re- the real issues, I think, and again, maybe this another th- thing. I guess reason why I'm surprised I turned out the way I did is that uh, I was allowed to watch. I mean, Adam and I have talked about this. You know, eighteen rated m- movies when I was a kid that I wouldn't dream of letting my kids watch. That's why I love your spotlight reflection shows. You're watching the movies that you saw at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old that I saw at the same time and realize looking back. I don't know if I would have shown my kid those movies, but my mom and dad weren't around, and I went to the blockbuster and rented it. You know? Yeah, but the th- and the thing I've noticed as well is that about because mo- we watched uh, Kong Skull Island with Lucy uh, the other day because I thought, oh, that'd be cool. She'll like that. Most twelve A rated films have at least one fuck in them. I've I've noticed that now. Uh, yeah, it stands out a little bit, doesn't it? It is kind of like a standard thing. Um, so because we have like our rating system slightly different to yours in terms of movies. Like so, you got PG, you got U, U which is universal, PG, uh, parent guidance, and then you've got twelve A, which I think came out around the first Spider Man movie. Um, because of like the violence in that or whatever, but it seems as if they do push the envelope a little bit with those. Then you've got fifteen and eighteens, um, and so. But there always seems to be a, at least one fuck, and there does tend to be a lot of. But the thing is, I was watching. Um, oh God, the Monster Squad the other. But week. keep in mind, the use of the word fuck has to be as an expletive, not as an action. Ah, like you ah. cannot have. Hmm. A PG, in this case, a PG-13 movie where a guy goes, I'm going to come over there. I'm going to fuck you like you've never, you can't do that. But if somebody gets like hit in the head, you go, fuck, what the hell was that? That's okay. Uh, so, so this, this is and if, for us here, I think it's no more than three times and then it becomes R-rated. But uh, only if it's an expletive, not the re- not a uh, verb. <laughs> that's interesting so because my wife looks at me whenever there's any swearing in uh, a movie that we're watching with Lucy you know bear in mind she's eight um, and it's funny because the the other day like one of the uh, um, somebody said oh, called the, the other character a son of a bitch or whatever and um, she said what's a bitch and I said well it's a female dog um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's kind of like when I was I was watching the Monster Squad the other day. I mean, that's from I think nineteen eighty seven. There is so much swearing in that. There's no fuck. There's no like you know f word or whatever. But there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of other stuff. Um, there's also there's like some what you'd class as cases homophobic language because like the other one of the kids calls the other kid a fag, and it you know it's like wow you know. So I'm not even sure again where I was going with this analogy, but it's just like yeah. I can't remember where I'm going. I was just talking about how awesome it was growing up. You just talked yourself into a damn circle, dude. <laughs> I think everything's uh, just sanitized more is probably what you were going for now. It's very prescribed what you're allowed to do. So every time someone says shit yeah. or fuck in a in a 12A, it has no impact because 
you know, all right, they've said it now. So that's all the only time, regardless of situation, I'm going to hear that word in this film from this point forward. So it's never, it never comes across as natural. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was good. Well, I enjoyed I'm, I'm going to leave this opening rant with the following. We all, whoever's listening, need to understand we have the freedom of choice still. Nobody's telling you. As far as I can tell, nobody came into my house, put a gun in my head and said, you're going to listen to WAP. You're going to buy the album and you're going to like it. No, I don't have to, which means I don't have to tell somebody not to listen to it if they want to. We've got freedom still, and I want to believe we can have our freedoms to make our own decisions. Stop making decisions for me. Stop reading some nefarious, deep-seated, racist, bigoted, homophobic, whatever uh, in tendencies in cartoons from 30, 50, 70, even 80 years ago. Stop it. Stop looking for demons behind every bush. There's plenty of real bad things out there. Stop inventing ones that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm totally with you on that. I don't think you'd find many people who would disagree with you, Alan. Oh, <laughs> you would. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adam, I want to get each of us our, our rants in. We, we, we may go a little bit longer than normal, but that's okay. Adam, I know you said you had one as we came in, a little one that you wanted to dive into. So I'm going to go to you next. It's a very weird one, and it's really a personal one as well. And I don't really know where I'm going with it. But uh, no, I, I, I just want a moan about my own nocturnal mind. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it fits at all or not, but no. <sighs> dreams, my brain. I don't like my brain and how it dreams. And I, I, I think I just want to... I just want to see what other people, what, what your dream experiences are like. But last night, um, I had a dream. I lived in a massive long room, um, all in one room. And I was watching a documentary about David Lynch. And it was coming towards the end of the documentary. And then every five seconds or so, there's just this really loud screaming baby noise happened. And I was like, I, in the dream, I'm sat there thinking, well, it's David Lynch. So it could be anything. It finished, I turned it off, the baby screaming just keeps happening. And I couldn't get it to stop. And in my fucking dream, my stupid mind made me... I I reckon I was aware in the dream for two to three hours of every five seconds, this hideous screaming baby noise happened. So I wonder why my mind was torturing myself like that. And what made it worse was, eventually, I, I just opened my eyes... I realised it wasn't a screaming baby noise. I had a semi-blocked right nostril and it was the whistle of my own (laughs) nose that my brain had turned into a baby scream and forced me to endure it for three hours of dream time. So, why? My fucking brain is ridiculous sometimes. Fucking whistling nostril. Jesus, Brett. I sometimes have dreams that just kill me. I I hate that we have to sleep. I want to be awake. I want to keep doing things. I I know people around me who cherish sleeping 8, 10, 12 hours. The weekend comes, they'll sleep in like a teenager until lunchtime. I hate that we need sleep. And I think because of that, I get, unfortunately, the wrong amount of sleep the wrong way. I have very few dreams. But I will tell you, Adam, when I do get the extra couple of hours on a, a rare Sunday or something, or if I'm on vacation, I have some pretty fucked up dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine, though, I will tell you this. Every 
just about every one of the dreams I have, and I don't know if it's just the way my brain is wired, I realize I'm the hero in my own dream. So even though I can feel tension and stress, and it could be a scary dream or or a crazy dream or an action dream, I never worry that I'm going to die. But everyone else is dropping like flies around me. It's it's, when I was a kid, I used to. If I had a scary dream or something, I I kind of almost train myself to be able to like think, like you said. I can fly in this dream. So whatever's happening, I can fly like Superman. And I, I remember having some kind of crazy fun dreams like that. You know what? I had a dream the other night and generally I don't remember them. But my dream um, entailed, uh, uh, for some reason, uh, it was all about me um, getting a fucking jab. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder see- where you might be bombarded nonstop with things in your brain that you're thinking about subconsciously. Yeah, I seem to have, this dream seemed to go on forever. And I remember waking up at like one thirty in the morning and it, you know, obviously wasn't as late as I expected it to be. Um, but it did, it seemed to go on for absolutely ages. And it was like, you know, I don't want this. I don't, I don't want it. It's going to make me sick. But then you sort of like, you know, almost like these hidden forces pushing me towards it and then ended up getting it and it was like oh i'm not very well and but then it was like i woke up i was like oh that was weird um yeah (laughs) it's so bizarre it was it was a really really strange dream and then i got up and had a pee and i was had to stand about three foot away from the toilet uh, (laughs) because um you know and had an arc but um no it, it they are i mean i can't remember dreams particularly uh, generally, but um, yeah, no, it's yeah. just. I will tell you this: weird. I have recurring. Now, this does this happen to either of you two? I have thematically recurring dreams, and I don't know if it's because I saw Alien at a formative age and then fell in love with aliens. I have recurring dreams where wherever I am, it could be the library of the elementary school I went to when I was, you know, seven, eight years old or a warehouse I visited once when I was my first job, or back when I was in boot camp and I'm in, in the military. Whatever the setting, I recognize I am a colonial Marine, and I know that there are alien eggs and aliens hatching, and my job is to find them, and they're hatching, and they're stalking me as I'm trying to hunt them. And I have some of the craziest recurring dreams all centered around the entire mythos of Alien. That is very cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, It's wild. I had this one where, and I still think to this day, I want to write the screenplay. I have, and I cannot, un, I'll never forget the imagery. You know that scene in Aliens where they're tracking on the, the blips and they realize they've they're somehow found their way into the room. And so, you know, they're using the motion tracker. We're in an Arctic. Maybe it's taking the movie The Thing and Aliens and combining it. I'm in my dream we recognize that there's something happening at this Arctic outpost, some ice world. And all of a sudden, our motion trackers go off and we're like, well, I don't see anything. There's nothing around. And everyone's like, there's, well, there's something coming at us at our position. And then as we look in the snow, we start seeing like the snow buckling, almost like in the movie Tremors. And we realize that's why we don't see them. They're running under the snow coming at us. And then I wake up. Mm. Yeah. Like, like you said, that it's sort of like a mixture of aliens, the thing, and tremors, isn't it? All put together. Yeah, I like that. It's cool. Yeah, I've, I had a few dreams when I was younger. I, I did go through a phase of having of um, rescuing kidnapped celebrities' dreams, which was quite weird. Um, 
include this makes me wonder if this is for real or is this adam playing with us no, 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 that, that was real. There, there was one item uh, we were sent in to rescue Britney Spears, who'd been taken hostage by some terrorists inside a supermarket. Um, uh, my particular role in, in the crew was I was dressed as Mario, um, and I was f- <laughs> <laughs> I was flying around above the aisles and swooping down behind a terrorist and then snapping their neck and then flying back up to the rafters which was quite cool. Um, someone else was just beating them up with their fists and uh, someone else was just, they were covered. I mean, I don't, you'll, you'll get the reference, Chris. Someone else was sat in the freezer covered in Finder's crispy pancakes, but with a barrel of a sniper rifle sticking out. And they, that was, that was their secret thing. <laughs> I also, oh, I also once had to, I had to save, uh, <laughs> Terry Hatcher had been kidnapped by the devil. And, <laughs> The, the the end of the dream was me uh me and a couple of people uh chasing the devil in a, like a zeppelin which was made out of breadcrumbs and I was catapulting <laughs> garlic mushrooms to try and burst the like the big balloon bit of the uh, of the devil's zeppelin that's amazing you you you've played a lot of mario <laughs> <laughs> but then but then you get the torture one so last night was torture because that was 3 hours spent in in irritation i've also gone to sleep once and i have done two full days at work including going home having tea going to bed waking up going to work having tea going to bed and that was on a monday woke up the next day thinking it was thursday and it was fucking tuesday i was devastated <laughs> Devastated. I hate the lucid dreams. I do have those every now and then. You know, and that's the dream that's so real that whatever happened in the dream, when you wake up from that dream, you think the reason why you were thinking about it is because it actually had happened earlier in the day. Mm. And I hate that because one of them, I'll never forget this. It w- and Chris, I don't know if you've ever had this, but you know, I hear a lot of parents have a dream similar when they're new parents. But I had one where. In my dream, I went to catch my daughter who was falling out of the crib. Now, obviously, when I say it out loud, you think, who would think that's real? But in the dream, Mm. it's so real. I went to grab her, and I grabbed her jaw, and her jaw ripped off. Oh, shit. It was horrifying. I woke up thinking, oh, my God, she's in the hospital. I hope they got her jaw put on. I was panting. My heart was hammering. Because it felt so real and it was so visceral in my head, having seen all these horror movies in my background, all of it was so real. I panicked when I woke up. I had to convince myself, no, you didn't. <laughs> you, Hey, asshole, you did not rip your daughter's jaw off. You'd be in jail right now. You know, but it's, it's still to this day sticks with me because the imagery was so powerful. I can't unforget yeah. it. Wow. Fucking hell. See, when you said children and sleep, and I sort of had a little chuckle to myself because I was like, I, I don't think I've ever had a, a proper good night's sleep since the kids have come <laughs> along. <laughs> um, because they're either coming in waking you up or you are, you're, you turn into a superhero when you b- become a parent, like your, your hearing. It's oh so, my God, yes. It changes because you hear things that you have never heard before. So every little kind of like, you know, noise, you go, you, you, it's almost, you wake up, um, you know, for the kids. Now I can generally sleep through most things. I slept for, through a house alarm once. Um, 
So, you know, so to, to go from that level of sleep to being a very light sleeper, I guess now is just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a different light sleep. I can tell the difference of whether or not my child's breathing in the other room, but if my alarm goes off, I can sleep through it. Mm. Yeah. No, that's it, isn't it? But yeah. yeah. So, well, Adam, I think we all have fucked up brains. There's no doubt about it. But it's because we're so highly creative and intelligent and very talented individuals. I don't think the regular n- normal people have these kind of problems. That's true, actually. Yeah, the, the, the general the general <laughs> populace out there are all thick and have got the brains of a fig sandwich. <laughs> they, won't, they won't understand. They won't understand. They're laying down. I had a dream of bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll, I'll say it now. Maybe we can remember at the end. I would love to hear, as as people listen to this episode, if anything that we're talking about triggers anything about, I remember this dream, or I have this same kind of, I'd love for folks to share it, because I want to hear, I, I lo- I'm always turned on by folks that have the same kinds of stories that you and you, uh, all three of us are sharing. Mm. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Always, always up for listener contributions. Yes. And, yeah. You know, messages. Well, Chris, I don't want to shirk you. So what did you bring to the rancho? Because I do have some would you rather questions that we always end with. So what's your rant? We always know how good I am at those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, so this links on just nicely to what Adam just said about people being as thick as a fig sandwich, um, (laughs) which is a great uh, visual. So, no, I, uh, and it is, this is about people not using the common sense or just being plain stupid. And, uh, you know, I I don't class myself as an intelligent person by any stretch of the imagination. but I, I do like to think I've got a little bit of common sense. So anyway, the other night we ordered a Chinese takeaway. Um, and so <laughs> see, Alan knows where I'm going with this. Uh, and uh, anyway, the, the, put the order in and, uh, you know, sorry, I was going to say the guy went, hello, but no. So, <laughs> hello. <laughs> you knew that was coming, didn't you? I try to try and restrain myself these days. Anyway, you like it to fly lies? <laughs> <laughs> so please, I'm so lonely. Anyway, I'm Ronry. Ronry, not lonely. <laughs> so Ronry. Oh god. Anyway, so I um, we Eric Barring. <laughs> we we ordered the food, and they said, right, thirty minutes. Fine, no problem. So I usually I left it about twenty minutes. Went off, did something else. Then I w- drove to the place, picked up the food. There was a queue of people standing outside. So I thought, okay, they're obviously waiting for their food. There's a sign on the window that says only four people allowed in the shop at this particular time. That's fine. I get all of that shit. So even though there was people standing in the queue, I just my brain thought, well, they're obviously waiting for an order. Uh, you know, they've gone up to the shop, they've ordered it there and then, as opposed to ordering it by phone, which is what I did. So I went to enter the shop and this woman who's standing by the doorway said, there's a queue there. And I said, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was just going in. I've actually ordered by phone and I'm just going to tell them that I'm here to collect the food. And she said, well, so have I. And I said, oh, right. OK, OK, fair enough. Have you told them that you're here to collect your food? Well, is that how it works? Oh, I was like, <laughs> so, and then these things that, you know, the, the, the sarcastic answers could have been just 
you know, bombarded. You know, she could have been bombarded. I could have mauled her with all the sarcasm. Um, but no, I didn't. I was quite nice and polite about it. I says, well, you know, I've just got to go and tell him that I'm here ready to collect it. And then if I have to wait, I'll come outside and I'll wait in the queue. That's fine. I'm not trying to push in, which annoyed me because... She thought, obviously, clearly, I was trying to push in. And I, I hate people who push in queues. That's one of the big the bugbears I have in life. I, I, people who, you know, if I'm queuing for something patiently and people then jump the queue, they should be fucking shot as far, as, far oh, as I'm concerned. Stab them in the back of the head. Yes. Horrible people who clearly have I'm no... I'm going to insert right here for folks in the United States that are too stupid to know what that word means. It's standing in line. Yeah, back sorry. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, even though we both speak English, it's it's like we speak different languages. Isn't it? But anyway, you know what I mean. No, I speak American. <laughs> but so anyway, I then went in and I said to the guy, uh, you know, phone through order through for Chris. They said, okay. So then I went back outside because it wasn't quite ready. Right. And then she went in and told them at that point. And uh, these questions were going through my head, like how the fuck were you supposed to, how was he supposed to know that you were there waiting for some food? Imagine, I would imagine on a Saturday night, they had quite a few takeaway orders phone through on that particular evening. So how the hell he didn't look like Patrick Stewart. He didn't have a bald head. I can only assume. Or he'd be he, in a wheelchair. Yeah. I can only assume he wasn't an X Man, you know, or an X Men. He. Uh, he, he okay. So, how the hell was he supposed to know that you were out there waiting for an order? He wouldn't be using telepathy. I just thought. So, it just baffled me. I just thought. I look, I get that we're all at the moment, we're all a bit high, high sensitive, we're all a bit conditioned to sort of like, you know, queuing and waiting outside and, you know, kind of keeping our distance and all that bullshit. And I just thought, come on, use your fucking common sense. Go but into isn't the- that, isn't that an example of a special kind of stupid? Like, how in the world do you function when you think you call in your takeout order to go? You show up and you just stand there where they're going to just randomly come out and start saying, Bueller, Bueller, we got an order for Bueller. No, go in there and tell them I'm here to pick up my order. Is it ready? Like, isn't that normal? Isn't that what you would normally do? Or maybe she, you know, she was thinking, oh, the guy behind the counter, he'll look at me and think, she's the kind of girl that would order a, you know. <laughs> she looks like a Sandra. She she looks like the kind of girl that would would order chicken chow mein and uh, you know um, sweet and sour she pork. She looks like a low main kind of girl. <laughs> so, it's just was she uh, was she stood outside the shop and there was actually no one in it. No, there were a few other people in it, but at the same time, so maybe she just thought. I'm just wondering because you said there was a limit of four. Yeah, and I was thinking, four, well, I, when you, you told me this story before, Chris, I thought it was four like dine in, but everybody else kind of had to wait outside. Not, so it was a takeaway, so you couldn't actually sit inside. The, you could, no, there obviously it was a, it's like a shop, isn't it? So you can go in, and the, there are spaces for people to, I guess, sit and wait if they want to. It wasn't gotcha. raining. So there were people that the maximum number that wanted to wait inside, everybody else would have to wait outside, but that didn't preclude you from letting the fucking owner of the store know i'm here for my order no even if you'd stood at the doorway and kind of just raised your voice a little bit and gone hi i found an order through i'm I'm here (laughs) no and it just you know i I, it did just kind of baffle me a little bit as to 
thinking, well, how are they going to know that you were here? Um, but yeah, that was just my little rant. They, and I added on a little bit of rant about people standing in line. Um, I am amazed at just how people function today with just the no sense of actually how things work. It just a special kind of stupid. That's all I can say. There's just a special kind of stupid. It's just a fog around their head. And and they don't even realize it. Yeah. And it's going back to our earlier conversation about, you know, when we were kids, uh, you know, like you said, having to discover things for yourself and explore things and, you know, make mistakes and be allowed to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And and now I'm thinking my daughters are going to grow up and they're probably going to be standing in the queue waiting for a takeaway for two hours <laughs> because I've not allowed them to do anything. She gets a phone call. Dad, you're never going to believe this. I went to get my food and I sat there for like three hours and it was just sitting on the counter and no one brought it out to me. Yeah. And you can be... You're going to sit there with the fail buzzer going in your head going, absolutely. (laughs) Just laugh at them. Well, you know what? They're still young enough. There's still time. Tell them to go outside and fucking play. Yes, I will. One thing, Chris, do you phone it through as Chris? I do. Well, they ask what name. Yeah. Is that, is that because, is that because you don't want them to go, hurrah, Mr. Jerry, man. (laughs) (laughs) We got to order a fried rice for Chris Jerry, (laughs) man. I'm officially going to get us banned as a show. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, we, we're going a little bit long, but that's okay. It's been a while, and I think a lot of people enjoy hearing us. But I always – I created this when we started the show, and I love having these. I have six would-you-rather questions, and we are going to oh. alternate. I go to our guests, and then I'll weigh in on each of them as we go through. But that way, it doesn't feel like Adam always goes first or Chris always goes first. We'll alternate. And we are actually going to start with Adam. The first one up on this one. Oh, no pressure. Always nervous. Right. Adam, <laughs> would you rather lose your hearing but have the ability to see through walls or lose your vision but have a radar-like ability to sense your surroundings? Ooh. Oh, dagnabbit. I mean, I've, I've often wondered about that. Would you rather be deaf or blind? Now you're adding superpowers into the fucking equation as well. <laughs> right. Pick one. Um. <laughs> Dagnamit. Uh, so would you be? Would you prefer to be Daredevil or who, who else is there? I guess the... Superman sees through walls. So yeah, would you but... rather have the ability to see through walls but lose your hearing, or lose your vision but have radar-like ability to sense your surroundings? Now, if... I'd probably go with the radar just because it. If you believe films and that, if it works like a sort of a sonari type thing, it builds up a mental picture of your surroundings. Kind of a not a halfway house to see him, but it's something. Whereas if I'm deaf, I can't see sound. So I'd probably, I'd probably, I don't really want to be either if I'm honest, but I will <laughs> probably go, I'll probably go blind, but with, with radar stroke, sonar, sonic, mega hearing. Okay. I think. All right. Chris? Uh, yeah, as I was thinking about that, not to copy you, Adam, or anything, but I was sort of thinking it through. If I, if I was a superhero, and if I saw somebody being attacked through the wall next to me, and I couldn't get to them, but I could signal for somebody to help, it'd be like, how how would I communicate that? I'd be like, ah, ah, I couldn't, I don't know. It's just like... You're not mute. You can still talk. I can talk. Okay. <laughs> 
Where did where did you hear? Where did you hear like um SpongeBob? I never learned to talk. No, I never said anything about that. <laughs> you can still communicate. I don't know why I just thought fucking Tommy from you know Tommy, uh, that deaf dumb and blind kid. Anyway, um, sorry. He sure plays a mean pinball. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah, I I think because uh, like you said, the sonar thing is quite cool. Although you know, it is, uh, I think in real life, I'd probably if I had to have one or the other, uh, I think I'd probably prefer to lose my hearing rather than my sight. Um, but it, both of them are fucking horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Neither one's a good choice, even with the superpower that comes with it. No, I I will weigh in because I go back and forth, and depending on the day you catch me. But right now, a bulk of my career comes from doing radio. And to do what I do, I generally have to be able to hear if I want people to call in and add to the conversation. I have to be able to hear what's going on. Now, sure, I could read type. I could read transcripts. Uh, We know people have lost their hearing and can still do radio. But for some reason, my hearing, if I could have the ability to still sense my surroundings... I think I'd I'd be okay with that. I'd be like the daredevil. But then part of me goes, I'd never know again what people look like, including my kids. And that's just a horrible choice to have to make. Mm. There's um, a film that Dave recommended on the last entertainment show, which I haven't watched yet, but I, I do plan on watching it. Uh, the Sound or Sound of Metal, um, which... Oh, is yeah. Supposed- yeah. You guys talked about it, about the, the guy who started losing his hearing in a band. Yeah, he's a drummer. And the sound yeah. design that yeah. went with it to make you simulate what he was going through. Yeah, so I do fancy watching that. Um, I think that it sounded really cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. All right. Chris, would you rather have an amazing week of near nonstop sexual gratification with the one you love, but then we'll have to wait another year for any other action, or be guaranteed a sexual encounter with the one you love on a weekly basis, but they're not really into it and only lasts a few minutes? Hmm. Well, it's it's all about me, I suppose, isn't it? It's, you know, I don't really care about. The well, other that's person. why I say, Chris, would you rather? <laughs> um. Ooh, I think I'd probably go for the the weak one, and then you know, wait a little bit. You know, uh, you have to wait a year. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably go for that because that's kind of like it'd be like you know have, having your birthday for a week. It's just most <laughs> like real life, isn't it? It's just like real life. So <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. Go for, let's go. Hopefully, for that. Kay never listens to this episode. <laughs> well, but both both options are like real life. To be fair, so you know. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> it's just rolled into one. <laughs> wow, you're trying to recover now. <laughs> Adam, what about you? I'm probably going to agree with Chris. I th- I think I'd go the week and then wait because I think I'd rather have a week of you know, absolute amazingness rather than if it was 52 weeks of utter mediocrity. I'd rather have a week, because if, if that's the case, then sod it. I'll, I'll have a week of brilliance. I'll just sort myself out for the rest of the year. <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah. And then I don't think I'm disappointing anyone. So I just, yeah, fuck it. I'll, <laughs> I'll have one week of goodness. That's, I, I that's, can deal with myself. That's the and answer. Then, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the one yeah. week of just dazzling, amazing, n- near nonstop, and then I'm going to plant every one of those memories in my head, and I'm going to wail away the rest of the year, taking care of everything, reliving that magic week until the next year comes around. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. It's not going to happen, but it's not going to happen, but it sounds good. No, but I'm like <laughs> you, Chris. I'm like, I, 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 I understand what it's like. 
Um, Adam, <laughs> which is a different version of hell. Adam, would you rather go to the cinema by yourself or go out for a meal by yourself? Mm. Probably go to the cinema myself, actually. Um, because I've, I've got no problem with... I've, <laughs> I've done it before. I've got no problem with sitting in a cinema, watching a film. I can have a drink. Don't generally eat at the cinema for a drink and then enjoy the film. And that'll do me. Eating a meal... Well, I've done that as well, to be, to be fair. I've had to for work. But um, actually, yeah, probably go cinema because it'd feel a bit more special. <laughs> Just having food on myself by myself <laughs> in a service at the services at some point. I'll go cinema. Okay. Chris, cinema or meal by yourself? I can answer that one really quickly. Uh, cinema, definitely. Uh, I've done that many, many times before. I'm quite happy to do that. In fact, uh, in some occasions, I choose to do that because, you know, I don't talk through films. Um, yeah, there is that. Yeah, I don't have to answer any questions from anyone during the film. <laughs> Absolutely. I can just take it all in myself and be very selfish about it. Yes. And um, so, um, yeah, I'll do that. Plus, like you said, you can have a drink. I, I do tend to have popcorn. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That That would be my choice for sure. I would pick that as well. I have this really weird thing, either one of these, and I thought of it because I don't like doing anything. Don't ask me why. I worry about if people are looking at me going, oh, what a loser. You don't even have a friend going to a movie with. But it feels worse to be at a meal for 30 or 40 or 50 minutes where you're sitting at a table by yourself and, and everyone's staring. Wow, no friend. I'm I'm not saying they do that. I'm not. Apparently, I have a, a an issue where I think I'm that important to the people around me that they would actually be spending time worrying about me. But in all honesty, at least if I'm going to the movie by myself, once the movie starts and it's dark, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, we're all in line on that one. Chris, would you rather have to sing along to any song you hear, or dance along to any song you hear? Ooh, definitely sing. Definitely sing. Um, yeah, I'm not much of a mover unless I've had quite a bit to drink uh, and then I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so, but no, definitely sing. I like singing. Uh, I, I like singing in the car. You know, don't do it so much these days. I, not for many years, I must admit, because I just tend to listen to podcasts. Um, so podcasts have, have removed my singing from the world, which is an, a, a shame for everybody around me. Um, again, if I have enough to drink, because my, my kids take the piss out of me, because I will sing along uh, at two in the morning <laughs> songs. Um, so, yeah, definitely singing, not dancing. Okay. Adam, if you uh, you had to be cursed with, you have to sing along with any song you hear or dance along, which do you pick? I've heard Chris is a liar, though, because I know for a fact he sings wet-ass pussy in his car all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. I prob- I'd probably dance. And I don't claim to be the best dancer, and I very, very, very rarely dance now, but I used to cut a bit of rug up when I was younger. I'd probably do that because I am better at being a mediocre dancer than I am at any form of singing. I'm a, I'm a bloody awful singer. I, I never sing, and I tend, if it's music I don't actually care about, I, I, really, I tend to intently listen to something just to breathe it all in which is weird but I, yeah I, i'd dance i think be good to get the old joints moving as well because you know I'm not getting any younger i need to keep things flexible yeah i like doing both when i hear music if i especially if i'm at home but i will tell you of the two 
even though I have no ability to carry a tune in a bucket, I would more apt to be heard already. And my wife makes fun of me because she, I'll forget she's downstairs in her uh, in her studio getting ready for the next client. I'm upstairs streaming some audio and an 80s rock song comes on and I start singing along to it. So it is for me definitely singing along to the song. All right. Two more. Adam. Yes. Would you rather buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping or always forget the one thing you need when you did go to the store? <laughs> Is is money not an option? I mean, not an option, not a problem. So, uh, yeah. For the sake of this, it's just you. You always come and go. Why the fuck did I buy this? You always go out and buy ten things you really don't need every time you go shopping, or it's the one thing you went out for you forget to buy. I think I'd rather buy the stuff I didn't need, um, because I, I'd get I'd, I'd get more annoyed at forgetting the one thing I really wanted than ending up with stuff that I'm not necessarily bothered about. So. Yeah, because then you'd have to go back. You'll buy 10 more things and still forget the one thing you went to go get. All right, so if I've got... Mm, no, I'd, I'd, no I'd, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd, I'd, have the, I'd have the 10 things because might come in useful at one point. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Chris, what about you? Yeah, I'm the same. I'd be, I, I've done that before. You know, you go for the one thing, uh, you come away. I, I mean, I, that's me. I do. I, I go intending to buy something, come away with loads of other things, get home. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I've forgotten something. Uh, so yeah, that would, that irritates me. So I'd definitely go and buy something that I don't necessarily need. But like Adam says, because I'm a bloke, that will come in at some point. Yeah. Um, probably, probably won't, but you know. Uh, you put it in a drawer, you always need it at some point. Yes, and we've all got those kinds of drawers, haven't we? Which has <laughs> yeah. got, got useless shit in that nobody ever uses. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, uh, I think I'm the same way, although I do this incessantly. I will go to the store because my wife will say, on the way home, can you pick up X? And then she'll add, while you're there, can you also get this and this? And I remember the this and this, but I completely forget the X and I end up having to go right back out after I come home going, damn it, I forgot the X and I have to go back to the store. So I hate that. I hate wasting money though. And I hate buying shit I know I don't need. So this is a tough one for me, but I guess if I had to pick, I'd rather do the 10 things I don't need and at least have the one thing I was supposed to get rather than have to go back to the store because I forgot the thing I went to go for in the first place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We're all agreement on that one. Last one, as we get ready to wind down the show, Chris, would you rather travel the world for free for a year or have $50,000 right away to spend as you choose? Ooh, um, I think I'd prefer to have the 50,000 pounds or dollars or whatever. Uh, right. And for you, we'll say pounds, which will be converted means you're going to make more money than me, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, it, whatever. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah. I think I'd probably have, have the money here and now i'm quite a homebody when it comes to you know you know heart i guess um i'm one of those people and you're probably going to scowl at me and think i'm you know bad or something both of you but i don't know i i've i like to travel but i've got no great desire to go and see the world I, i genuinely haven't um I know it probably makes me seem quite ignorant or whatever, but I just, I, I am quite a homebody. So I'd, I'd you know, um, yeah, I'd probably prefer to have the money and then do things with that at home. So that's my okay. choice. All right. Adam, what about you? You could travel the world for free for a year 
or someone right away give you $50,000 to spend however you choose? If it, weren't gonna, if, if it meant I wasn't going to lose my job and put myself in a right shitty situation when I got back, I'd probably travel. Because there's a lot of places that I'd like to see and a lot of things I'd like to do elsewhere in the world. And knowing that I could come back and then just carry on, I think I'd do that. 50,000 50, quid's nice, and it, you can do a lot with that, and it can change a lot, but, you know, you've still got all... You know, I, I, we're, not, we're not the youngest people in the world, but given the, given the choice of just having 50k now or being able to travel for the year, I'd travel for the year because you don't, you know, don't want to leave it too late. So I'd, do, I'd go Good that. point. Can I also just throw into that as well? I was considering that I have also got the kids and my wife. So, you know, I'm kind of taking that into account as opposed to being single and, you know, not having to worry about those kind of commitments. So that could potentially change my mind. I'm just thinking <laughs> in the here and now. If I, right. if, so if somebody offered me that money now, then yes, because that money could like, you know, help to pay off my mortgage and things like that. Do you know what I mean? No, I totally agree. Uh, there are so many times where w my wife and I play this game when this particular question in some variant or form comes up. You know, if you could win the lottery or if somebody said that they were going to take you on a trip, all expenses paid, you start thinking, well, there's a lot we could do with the money. We could fix up some of the house we wanted. We can upgrade appliances. We could pay off some loan. You start thinking of all the practical things. But on the flip side, you always look back and say it's the memories that you you end up spending your time talking about. It's the memories of the places or the adventures you've gone on, not the things you've necessarily purchased or the bills you've paid off. So I think at this point in my life, although the $50,000 would be great, I think being empty nesters now with the wife, if we could go on a, a worldwide tour to see both good and bad places, but someone was covering the bill, I think we would do the travel the world for free. No. All right. Yeah. Well, we have reached the conclusion of this edition of The Ranch Show. Before we get into the particulars, Adam, was there anything else you wanted to add? Any final closing thoughts? Not that I can think of. Not that I can think of. No, no. Chris, what about you? No, Adam's just going to go off and have some weird fucking dreams now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's been great. It's been really cool. Um, just to spend, you know, let's pull the curtain back a little bit for our listeners to spend quite a considerable amount of time with you guys this evening recording, uh, has been great. No, as I genuinely really enjoyed it. So yeah, fantastic. Let's do it again soon. Hopefully. Yeah. No, uh, no, it has been nice to get a third person in this relationship because every time you need to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've always wanted to do a three-way. I just never imagined it happening quite like this. <laughs> I take that back. I will cut that out. Um, <laughs> Coward. All right. I, I want to uh, make sure, folks, if they want to get in touch with either of you two, because you are involved in the 60MW podcast world on other shows, um, Chris, I'll go to you first. Uh, to tell folks if they've enjoyed The Ranch Show, where uh, what are the other shows they can hear you, and how do they get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, so you can find me on uh, Twitter at Dastardly Jabby. Um, the 60 
MW Podcast is, yeah, 60MW Podcast on Twitter. Um, in terms of the shows that I'm on, it's quite a bloody lot. Uh, we've got the ABC of Gaming, which is all geeky gaming goodness. Uh, the ABC of Falling Ahead, which is with you and Ben, which is all good about positivity. We've got the Entertainment Show, which is me and Dave chatting about things, or Dave and I, I should say, uh, using the uh, proper English. Sorry. Um <laughs> It, yeah, Damn it, about... you're making more editing time for me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, talking about all the... Uh, don't edit it out. Fuck it. Um, talking about all of the things that we've watched. I'm not Dave. I care. No. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that we've watched and, and kept us entertained over a couple of months. We do those bi-monthly. Um, I'm on the rant show. Um, and on the sound check show with Alan when we do it. And also the spotlight shows with Adam, which is all about His TVs. Favoriteest ever co-host, as he, we know. Yes, <laughs> you know. Well, we've grown close over the past 12, 14 months, however long it's been, you know. Uh, but no, you're all awesome. When I record with Dave, <laughs> he's my favorite. When I record with you, you're my favorite. You, you know? never say that in the intro. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't you dare so start needy. either, you strumpet. <laughs> That's it. That's me. Excellent. Adam, I know you are on a couple of those as well, but for folks who want to learn a little bit more about you and find out the shows you're on, where can they get you? Yeah, I'm I'm basically like a little clinky piece of poo that hangs onto a bum hair when you haven't wiped properly, for, but on Chris's buttocks. So you can... <laughs> You can find me on the Spotlight Reflection Shows, where we're currently going through the TV series Sledgehammer and random films we choose from our childhood. And I'm on the ABC of Gaming with Chris and Ben, and you know, maybe someone else shortly. Who knows? Mm. Um, <laughs> apart from that, yeah, occasionally I turn up on a rant show. Sometimes I rant, sometimes I don't. I say sometimes. I've been on twice. Where have I? Yeah. But uh, that's where you can find me. Oh, on Twitter... Eight mutterings, yeah, um, you know, follow me if you want another person to follow. I won't, I won't entertain you every day. I might do it once a year, but all will be worth it. <laughs> once a year worth it. And for folks who have enjoyed the show, I would heartily suggest anybody who wants to learn a little bit more about the show. The brand is 60MW Podcast, but there are many, many different shows underneath, as you heard. I'm involved with the ABCs of Fording Ahead. Chris and I do the sound check shows for Metallica, where we're looking at that. And I host The Rant Show, as you've just been listening to. But there are a lot of other shows, a lot to listen to. So check out 60mw.co.uk or just search for 60 Minutes With Podcast or 60MW Podcast on your podcatcher of choice. And I would suggest come on back next time for another Rant Show. I have no idea when it will be, but there'll be a lot of other content that's come out in between. So subscribe, take a second to rate, review, and more importantly, share the episode. If you had a good time, take a second, help spread the word so we can continue to grow the audience. Follow us on Twitter, 60MW Podcast on Twitter. And if you follow and then like and follow and retweet, you might actually have a chance to win things that we give away all the time. Until the next time, guys, it's been great. I wish you a fond farewell. I wish the audience adios muchachos. Okay, you guys don't want to say bye. That's fine. <laughs> You're doing such a good job. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Fuck off. <laughs>